Joining us now, the U.S. Attorney for the District of North Dakota, Drew Wrigley. Drew, welcome to Point of View. It's great to see you, man. It's great to be with you and your listeners. Thanks, Chris. So let's start here. Um, you resigned and are done as of February 28th. I'm presuming the Biden administration made that request. Just walk us through what, what's going on. Yes. I, every time a new president is, uh, is elected, the, the new administration typically replaces uh, all of the United States attorneys. There are, uh, there are 93 total for the country, and there are currently uh, somewhere in the 50s, uh, 55 or so of us who are, were appointed uh, by the previous administration, uh, appointed and confirmed by the United States Senate. And uh, the administration asked that we all resign uh, effective uh, February 28th. So yeah, we, of course, you, you comply with those uh, requests and it's, it's nothing out of the ordinary and um, it's uh, to be expected. It was certainly uh, something that uh, you know that when you, when you seek uh, the job as United States attorney. And uh, not only do I, you know, people say, oh, so you kind of have to live with it. No, I, I, I honor it. It's an important uh, matter yeah. that administration would have their, their U.S. attorneys in place. You're the highest ranking member of the administration in most of the states. So all 55 are done as of February 28th, correct? Yeah. Yes. The 55 wow. of us who were remaining, the others had, had uh, either, you know, resigned earlier in the year and gone to different uh, employment uh, or, you know, whatever it might be after the election, uh, some number of them left and there are about 50 some of us uh, remaining. And then they sent the notice out last week. It, administrations do it differently. Once in a while, they'll allow you to stay longer. I, I stayed uh, for almost a year in President Obama's administration after serving in the Bush administration for eight years. Um, but, you know, administrations can do it differently. And uh, yeah. it, like I said, it's a it's a it's a process that I honor very much um, because an administration uh, will will and the country benefits from having a unified uh, administration uh, approach. And um, and so anyway, so I tendered my resignation in compliance with the request of the administration and myself and the other 50 some uh, U.S. attorneys who are still uh, who had been appointed and confirmed. Yeah. Um, then uh, tendered our resignations. Now, what happens is uh, then the first assistant United States attorney in each of those offices under the Fa Vacancy and Reform Act, they just auto they automatically become U.S. attorney. Same as if I were hit by a lightning bolt in the next three minutes. Um, you know, Nick Chase uh, is our first assistant, and he would become automatically the acting U.S. attorney and serve until uh, another uh, person is nominated by a president, confirmed by the Senate. Let's hope there's no lightning in the next three seconds. So Yeah, no lightning. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're not. Uh, so as you mentioned, this is your second state of U.S. attorney. We're going to get to some of those accomplishments in a moment. But the other big question, you know, that's on people's minds is second stint as U.S. attorney, lieutenant governor. What's next for Drew Wrigley? Well, you know, to be candid with you, uh, this happened a little more rapidly than I was, uh, you know, expecting or uh, what looked like the time frame. So th that's not quite uh, secured uh, yet. But, I, but I, I feel really blessed to have had this opportunity to serve twice as U.S. attorney. Uh, in a total of 10 years uh, has been a, an incredible privilege and to be able to serve as lieutenant governor in our state uh, between them. I think that I've, uh, I've uh, been able to um, uh, experience some things and uh, utilize uh, my, my talents and energy and experiences and, and, um, and bring them to bear for uh, progress in the, each of the offices I've been blessed to hold. And, and so what I'm going to do up ahead is not yet determined at this minute. Um, it's hard to explain. I, I don't have uh, any anxiety about that. I feel I feel at peace and, and blessed about the opportunities that I'm going to be exploring and looking at. It's it, it's uh, it's an exciting time. Our youngest uh, daughter is uh, Harper is uh, going to be 13 in a week. 
And so we were talking wow. about the house the other night. I said, hey, sweetheart, you don't have, you're not anxious about this, are you? You understand that this is the way this stuff goes. And she didn't even look up. She was doing some of her math. She said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried. You, you always have a job. <laughs> so you heard it from Harper. I always have a job. And uh, soon enough, we'll, we'll you know, I, you get some ideas from people. People have a lot of ideas. But at the end of the day, it's going to be uh, something I'm going to uh, be exploring and looking at seriously up ahead and, and anxious for the opportunities that are going to present themselves and that I'll find. Yeah. Any itch to get back in the political world at all? Um, you know, I, uh, I, I I served for six years as the lieutenant governor and, and uh, felt privileged to do that, working in, in, in unison with uh, Governor Jack Dalrymple and our administration uh, was a privilege. We worked on, at a time of, uh, you know, the, a lot of challenges in North Dakota that were uh, really an honor to work on. And uh, so I, I'm looking forward each time that I've stepped, when I stepped down as U.S. Attorney the first time, I went to work for uh, Noridian uh, here in town, a uh, subsidiary, wholly owned subsidiary of uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, worked in the Medicare Medicaid field. I was the vice president for compliance uh, there for uh, just over a year when, when I was asked to be lieutenant governor. Um, so that stint in the private sector where I returned to the private sector after my time as lieutenant governor. I spent two years working for Sanford uh, out in Bismarck. And uh, I'm, I'm open to whatever opportunities present themselves and seem like really the best mesh of uh, challenges, opportunities, uh, to utilize the skills and the background that I have and that I bring to table and, and uh, sort of a vision I have for what's up ahead. I, I'm open to I'm open to public and private sector options. Good. Um, you know, you've worked in the Justice Department now for quite some time. I've been yeah. asking a lot of people this question as of late. So I want to ask you, we, we've got this founder's vision for our nation as forming a more perfect union uh, with liberty and justice for all. Mm -hmm. In your opinion, All right, you can check out the rest of that interview on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV. Now, I want to give you some breaking news. Just happened a few minutes ago, according to AP, uh, the U.S. President Biden has launched airstrikes in Syria targeting facilities used by Iranian-backed militia groups. Uh, the strikes were in retaliation for an attack against U.S. forces in Iraq. So President Biden, or President Biden ordering airstrikes in Syria against Iranian-backed militia groups. We'll keep you abreast with any more information on that and stay with us when we come back. Our leadership quote of the day. We'll be wrapping things up right after this. Thank you, AJ.